Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And welcome into hour number two of the program. Got more fishing reports and info for you. Also, a story about a bad boy and a bad girl. I know you always enjoy those features. But right now, we're going to talk about an issue we've been covering now for quite a while and intend to cover it all the way through the legislature. And that is talking about House Bill 576, which would establish a Menhaden coastal buffer and catch limit. Uh, on occasion, I am asked to take my fishing hat off and sit in and fill in for some of the guys on our flagship station doing uh, general talk radio, and I had that opportunity yesterday. Uh, picked some topics, and one of those was this one because I feel it's very important. Uh, we had a pretty spirited discussion about it. We had Representative Ogeron, who's the author of the bill, come on and explain it and talk about his, its chances of getting passed. And David Cresson uh, with the Louisiana Coastal Conservation Association has been spearheading this effort to just really bring some common sense uh, laws to Louisiana, get it more in line with our neighboring Gulf states, how they regulate it without really causing severe damage to an industry that is is valuable. And David, thanks for coming back on with us, and thanks for what you did yesterday. We, we had the wife, she calls herself the wife of a, of a, a, a pogey boat captain, and she was concerned about losing income, losing jobs. And, you know, th- you made that very clear, and I'd like for you to do that this morning to allay those fears that this is going to destroy a, a, a viable industry that employs Oh, a considerable amount of people in this state, but uh, it, the way that this bill is written and what it intends to accomplish will not do that. If you would explain that, because I think that's important for people to know, because that's the opposition to it, that it's going to destroy the industry, people are going to lose jobs, and it's going to hurt the economy. Uh, explain what this bill will do in essence, David. Well, absolutely, Don, and thanks for having me. What House Bill 576 is going to do is create a one-half-mile buffer zone off Louisiana's coast, coastwide, in which uh, this this industrialized style of fishing cannot occur. It will also create uh, a very moderate catch limit in state waters only uh, that would have to be abided by by the industry. Now, these, these boats could still go out into federal waters and catch all they want, and the catch limit that would be established is still an extremely generous catch limit compared to, uh, you know, some of the restrictions around the country. So uh, this this is not intended to put a single person out of work. It's not intended even to ask them to catch fewer fish. It, it is simply intended to provide some protections for our very shallow nearshore waters right here off Louisiana. Look, these are 180-foot boats, Don. Their nets are 1,500 feet long. Uh, they are, you know, they are, um, uh, you know, when they get really close in shallow water, they clearly are going to do some damage. They fish in areas where our fish, like redfish and speckled trout, spawn. Uh, 
Uh, and so uh, there's new studies out that clearly state that what these what these boats are doing is having a negative impact on our redfish and our speckled trout. Uh, and so what Joe's bill will do is put some very simple guidelines, some still some very liberal rules in place, liberal, uh, very liberal compared to the rest of the country, uh, to where we can get the protections we need and these folks can still make the living they need to make. Absolutely. And, and David, what are you suggesting to your members in Coastal Conservation Association and those who are non-members that are concerned about this issue? What action can the average fisherman or citizen take? Well, the best thing any of your listeners or any of our members can do right now, Don, is reach out to your own state representative or state senator and let them know that this is an important issue. Um, Look, these boats are out. They're fishing. uh, They don't fish on weekends, but they are fishing as we speak. Uh, The season has started, uh, and there's already reports of these boats all over the beaches from Empire all the way over to west of Grand Isle and beyond. And so... We need to let our legislators know and our policymakers know that this is an important issue. It's not going away until we get it right. Uh, and so call your House representative, call your, your, state, your state senator, and let them know that when House Bill 576 is heard in their chamber that they need to vote yes. Uh, you also need to let them know that uh, when, when elections come up this summer and this fall, that they're going to be paying attention, that you're going to be paying attention to this issue. And you're going to, uh, you're going to want to vote for folks that have the backs of sportsmen uh, and women. And, uh, you know, if they vote wrong on this, then that, you know, it shows you where they, where they place the importance of our resources as compared to the money of this industry. This is an industry, Don, that has, you can't walk 10 steps in the Capitol without running into a pogey lobbyist. Uh, they've got them all over the place. They've got deep pockets. They've got um, backdoor connections all over the Capitol. And here we are, a grassroots group of, you know, anglers who want what's best for our resource. Uh, and so it's it's kind of like fighting the Death Star. You know, you, uh, you they've got, a, you know, unlimited resources and big defenses, and we're just trying to do what's right for this coast. So we certainly need your listeners to step up and help us do what's right. And, again, we're not trying to put anybody out of work. We're just trying to protect our coast. And, of course, the governor's candidates, when they come out to your group or organization and ask for your vote, bring this up and ask them for a commitment of how they feel about this issue and how much they know about it, uh, because the governor controls the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries, and that is an agency that can certainly be instrumental in in helping to do the right thing with this issue. David, thanks, as always, for coming on, and uh, keep us up to date on how the – has it been uh, introduced yet, or is it maybe next week it will come on the floor? It's been. It has been filed. It. We are waiting for it to be scheduled for its hearing in uh, the Natural Resources Committee. And as soon as that is scheduled, we will let your listeners and all of our members know so they can start reaching out to their representatives. Thanks, David. Always appreciate it. Thanks, Don. All right, David Cresson, Executive Director of Louisiana. Coastal Conservation Association, if you want to see what we're talking about, uh, ships that are too close to the shoreline doing damage to the coast, to our restoration effort, and not to mention the bycatch and the resources, go to my webpage, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. Look right there in the center and click it on, and you'll see 
uh, one of those boats in action. We we accidentally kind of stumbled upon it one day and recorded it on video, as many fishermen have done with their cell phones. So if you see floating dead fish, uh, the result of this, uh, you can document that and uh, let let the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries know about it. All right, we come back after this. Mike Gallo joins us. We got a fishing report for you. Lake Bourne, Lake Catherine, North Biloxi Marsh, Chef Area. Have boat, we'll travel. He's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And the Born on the Bayou Report with Captain Mike Gallo is presented by CETO for $199 a year. You will not be one of those people that had to spend an unpleasant night in the marsh with gnats and mosquitoes because they'll come get you. That's right, 24-7 rescues. They'll tow you in. Whatever it takes to get you back safely, they're like a AAA on the water. Want to get signed up? Call Captain Chris, 504-301-4545, or simply click CETO.com, and he'll get you signed up. Captain Mike joins us now, and uh, Mike, uh, what is your plan for today? I'm thinking most fishermen looking at this forecast, we got these fairly light but building south and southwest winds, but they're going to turn into some northwest winds 20 to 25 knots by tomorrow. I think everybody's thinking, let me get this trip in early and get out of Dodge. What's your plan for today? Well, Don, we did exactly what you said. We left early. We're already out on the water. I am fairly close to the twin span, um, and we're going to bounce some plastics, maybe throw some live shrimp at the bottom of the bridges here and see if we can catch some speckled trout. How has the speckled trout fishing been? I got a few reports that there have been some pretty nice fish pulled out of there this week. It seems to me they're in little schools, and if you get lucky and find a little school, you have a pretty decent catch. If not, you seem like you grind them out. Uh, that was our process yesterday. We made several moves, and then we just came to the conclusion that we should grind out what we can catch. Uh, we found our best catch to be on the Highway 11 bridge where there was a little less pressure. The train bridge really had quite a few boats running around, and I think that boat traffic sort of swoops those fish, make them not quite as aggressive. Which bridge would you say uh, holds the biggest fish? You know, or, or Are they pretty much all the same? I've caught decent-sized fish at all the bridges. I know the reputation many years ago was that the Highway 11 bridge always produced the bigger fish. I believe that's where Kenny Krieger caught his big fish from the Highway 11 bridge. 
Right, but the, the railroad trestle bridge and the I-10 bridge, uh, they're pretty good. You know, the only thing about that Highway 11 bridge, boy, you got that constant bump, 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 bump when the cars are passing over. Yes, that's for sure. You, you, I don't know. Maybe it takes away from the serenity of getting away by thinking <laughs> there's cars so close by. Uh, if the fish are biting, you you seem to tune out and, and you know focus on the fish. But when it's a slow day. It seems like those cars get louder and louder. You got it. When's the last time you crossed Lake Bourne and went into the marsh? It's been quite a while. I had two boats go to the marsh yesterday, and they worked pretty hard for their catch. Um, I think they ended up with about a dozen redfish between the two boats. They had two people on each boat, so it was tough. I know they did some trout fishing early, and when the trout, well, he said he caught so many catfish, he decided to give up on the trout. And that's when they switched gears and uh, pursued redfish. They caught them on spoons and shrimp under a cork. Yeah. Catfish still showing up? I'm talking about the good cats, the freshwater cats, not the hardheads. We caught a couple of freshwater catfish yesterday. Um, We're still seeing them, that's for sure. Well, we did a bow fishing trip uh, the other night. Uh, I didn't get into bed till 2.30 in the morning, and I was amazed at how many catfish were out there by buying a freshwater catfish. In fact, we shot some of them with the bows and uh, some carp and garfish, but, boy, there's a lot of catfish around. Don't pass them up. Yeah, they're very good on the table. A um, little, little diff- difficult to clean compared to a speck of trout, but they're certainly worth it. Beautiful piece of meat and really tastes good. Well, Mike, I don't want to hold you up. You guys have got to get the fishing in before the, the, the front approaches. Somebody wants to get a hold of you and uh, make a, a reservation at the Spots and Dots Lakehouse Lodge and get a fishing trip in with you and your guys, no matter how big a group they've got. Tell them how to get a hold of you. Very simple, Don. You can find me on DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. My website is AAOfLA.com. Facebook is Angling Adventures of Louisiana. Or the telephone, which is 985-781-7811. They can't escape you. You're everywhere, Captain Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all have fun today. (laughs) Have fun. We'll catch up with you next Saturday. Thank you, Don. We'll talk to you then. All right, Captain Mike Gallo, really good guy to fish. Very knowledgeable. He's kind of, we call him the forensic fisherman. He He's a deep thinker about the fish. All right, we come back after this. Uh, we got more of the stuff you and I love to talk about. We got Eric Mahabarak. He, if he likes to paddle or pedal for his fish, and a lot of you do too. So we got a special report called the Paddler's Report, and it's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, 
you get a little exercise and you catch a few fish when you do it from a kayak. And uh, give you that report, we've got Captain Eric Mohabarak joins us now. And Eric, uh, these reports are a presentation of Massey's, and I hear they got a big sale going on in Covington. Uh, yes, sir. They sure do, Don. How you doing this morning? Uh, oh, good. Yeah, they got a they got a sale on most most all items in the store over there, uh, from from uh, you know mountain climbing stuff to merses to sun hats to to swim trunks, uh, Sims fishing clothes. I mean, we can go on and on. Uh, and uh, also, the uh, all the stores are, are selling their demo fleets, uh, Hobie's included. Yeah, you know the boats are the boats a year old, and uh, they give you a little discount on it. Uh, that's Jackson and Native, and uh, the other brands that they carry. I think Bodie's in there too with paddle boards. Um, so that's a pretty good deal. Save you a couple dollars on a kayak. Um, also, uh, they've been running that sale on uh, the Jackson's uh, recreational kayaks, thirty percent off. They'll save you a couple hundred bucks right there, but uh, you know they and uh, so it's they got a big deal going on and and then all the stores, uh, the three locations, Baton Rouge and, and North Shore and Mid City, they are doing a, a sale on all women's tops, all the women's shirts and stuff. So it's a half off sale on all of their shirts. So that's a good thing for the ladies to check out, get some good summer summer wear, some fishing clothes for the uh, for the for, for the summertime. Now, there's a conflict with that little jazz fest that's going on traffic-wise, so I think they wisely decided to postpone the demo day. But if somebody wants to go out and try and buy one, who should they contact? Uh, I would contact John Ford at the Mid-City store uh, and, uh, and and get with him and see if he can set something up with him and, uh, and, until next month. But they're going to have it the first month, uh, the first weekend of every month, too, you know. And I'm sure Val over at, uh, at, at the Covington store could, could get, get you in contact with the right position, too, if you're on the North Shore. So check with Val Chauvin over there, too. So yeah. both of those people can give you give you an idea on what's going on and how, how to get you started. Yeah, and it's time to get the kayak and get it all decked out and get in on the big ride, the bull, that's coming up this summer. And speaking of uh, yeah. kayak and paddling tournaments, Paddle Palooza is sneaking up on us. What's the story? Y- yes, sir. Well, there is no story. Nobody's talking about any fish down <laughs> Highway 1. <laughs> can't, you can't you know, buy a report, huh? <laughs> no, I can't find a report. But uh, I heard a few rumors, you know, they're catching a few fish on the beach and on the backside of the islands, uh, you know, on, on islands on the back like Queen Bess and stuff like that. Uh, just just uh, fish, fish where you would fish at. And, uh, I'm sure you'll find some down that way. Um, you know, it's not difficult. Start off with some bring gulp, gold spoon, and uh, a popping cork with a, with a shrimp lure on it, and I think you'll, you'll figure something out there now. Now, one of your favorite spots, uh, Highway 23 down in Plaquemines Parish, you're going to need a sail in addition to your, to your paddle today? <laughs> yeah, Don, I've been blown from Bessels to Venice, Venice to Bessels, back and forth all this week, man. It beat me up pretty good. Um, yeah, I found, I found some fish, though. Got a handful of reds on the, on the trips around, and, uh, and also I did a little autopsy on them. I kind of like to do that once in a while, especially on the tougher days. And uh, I found that, that the redfish we were catching, their bellies was full of small crabs. So um, what I would use in that, that, that case would be a gold spoon, the Johnson gold spoon that's been around forever, or the uh, number four spinner blade. I like to put black and green on my spinner blade. Use your favorite color. I just think that works for me. Uh, but but they, they are feeding on crabs. And uh, the only thing I can suggest is try and find a lee shoreline 
and, and some ponds and, and, and stuff like that because the wind has been beating, beating us up down there real bad. But oddly enough, I found clear water, but the fish were in the dirty water. But that's fishing, so what do you do, you know? All right, I'm gonna give you a little piece of science here to to keep in your in the in the recesses of your mind, Captain Merrick. Uh, when you I'll do try. that to a fish and you examine the contents of the stomach, it's not an autopsy as in humans; it's called a necropsy. Yeah, uh, yes. So I you can impress you can impress all your friends, tell them you did a necropsy on a redfish, and uh, it'll be more uh, accurate. <laughs> yep, a necropsy. I should remember that from the wildlife there you fisheries. Go. Keep that, yep. keep that, keep that in mind. All right, now if somebody wants to get a hold of you and uh, actually book you, and you've got extra kayaks, yeah. you got paddles, you got fish yeah. and tackle, and the knowledge. Tell them what's the best way to get you besides finding yeah. you on my site. You, you're there, but what about your Facebook page and phone number? Yeah, just the Louisiana Kayak Company on the Facebook. Uh, also, the Louisiana Kayak on Instagram, and then you can just call me. It's five zero four three one three eight two nine two. All right. Sounds good, Captain Merrick. Go get him, my friend. We'll talk to you next time. All right, Don. You have a great day, man. I'm out there. All righty. When we come back after this, I'm going to introduce you to the new head of the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement Division. Uh, Colonel Chad Abair has will be retiring this summer, and we'll tell you who his replacement is. And I've got a story about a bad boy and a bad girl next on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, uh, we have a new head of the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement Division. Her name is Colonel Rachel Zeccanelli. Now, I know what a lot of you are thinking because you've seen this in government. I don't blame you for thinking this way. Oh, we got another woman because we're doing this gender equality thing. Let me tell you, Rachel is qualified for this job. She's a 24-year veteran of the Enforcement Division. She's going to be taking the place of uh, Chad Abair, who is retiring. She will be in charge of a staff of about 257 enforcement agents and their support staff. So we congratulate her. I've known Rachel since she signed on. Uh, I've seen and observed some of the cases she has been involved with. She's a great leader, and I think she's going to do a wonderful job with our state's second largest law enforcement agency. So congratulations and welcome to Colonel Rachel Zecnelli, who is now the uh, newly appointed head of the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement Division. All right, we got a bad boy and a bad girl case for you, and we're going to come up with it and uh, let you hear it right after we pause these 10 seconds for our local stations to tell you who they are and where they are on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque radio network. Well, participating in a case involving not only a bad boy, but also a bad girl of the outdoors involving alleged commercial red snapper violations over a one-year period in Plaquemines Parish were Lieutenant Adam Young, Sergeant Jason Granados, Corporal Austin Landry, Corporal Blaine Wagner, Agent Heather Fitzgerald, and Agent Josh Schilling. The charges stem from three separate trips in 2022 and 2023. And bad boy William Curry reported as required to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration that he was landing an exact amount of red snapper, while bad girl Pamela Bertusi filed state trip tickets with the department claiming it was a true and correct amount. The agents working with NOAA weighed Curry's red snapper catch that were in some instances several hundred pounds off from the weight he reported to both NOAA and LDWF. 
This is causing a problem for all red snapper. These red snapper went undocumented and were not removed from the yearly quota that's allotted to curry to fish in any given year. In all, a total of 1,268 pounds of red snapper were found not included in the weight that was reported to the NOAA and Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. The couple were both cited for four counts each of failing to maintain traceable records, failing to report commercial fish data. Curry also received his third, fourth, and fifth offense for violating individual fishing quota regulations. You heard right, a five-time offender. Bertusi also picked up an additional citation for injuring public records and filing false, false public records. Looking at combined fines of $5,000, revocation of permits and licenses, and whatever additional amounts that could be assessed by the Plaquemines Parish and the East Baton Rouge Parish District Attorneys are both from Slidell, Louisiana, 49-year-old William Curry and 49-year-old Pamela Bertusi, our bad boy and bad girl of the outdoors. Oh, we never run short on those stories, do we? All right. <laughs> we got a report coming up in just a couple of minutes from Captain Ryan Lambert, so I'm going to try to get to some of your text messages. If I don't get to read it, uh, if you're asking a question, I do try to reply to all of them, but we try to get as many as we can. Here's one that wants to know. It's from Nick. Uh, is the speckled trout also known as a weak fish? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, I don't often hear it called that. But some people do refer to them as a weak fish, particularly in other states and along the East Coast. Uh, I think the name comes from, you know, a speckled trout's lips are very, very tender. And a lot of times they can rip loose when you you got a hook and you're kind of horsing them in. So I think that's where the name weak fish came in. I can't think of any other reason because they're not real weak fish. Uh, Let's see. uh, Lafitte LT went up to, is it Okracoke, North Carolina, the Outer Banks? But it was too rough to fish. Boy, I... That's a missed opportunity there, Lafitte. I wish you could have got in it. Uh, here's one that says we're at the camp trying to bag another bird or two. My five-year-old wants to be out there with us, but that won't happen, so we take a fishing. By the way, fishing is good off the Mobile Bay Causeway. Have a great day. That's the Irish Coonass. Um, and here's a request for the kids' fishing program from Bogachita. I'll send that to you where you can get your kids registered. And let's see, we got Dixie Ranch calling out a shout-out to Pat Dempsey uh, for all he did as vice president. He's going to take it easy and relax at the camp. And then we got the steel man checking in. He's relaxing, but Big Bird, Jay Bull, and him going to be fishing the Wrigley's next weekend and getting all the equipment ready for Grand Isle. How far do we need to go for snapper from Grand Isle? Uh, steel man, I can tell you, I've caught red snapper in as shallow as 30 feet of water. That's rare. Uh, you can go out to anywhere from 30 to 200. You're going to find it, but you got to fish structure. You're going to find red snapper at the rigs. Uh, sometimes you can go out just a few miles, and other times you got to run pretty far for them. Uh, let's see. Here's someone saying the pogie fishes are like shell dredges were in Lake Pontchartrain. They need to go. All right, we got some more texts. If you want to get one in, it's 504-260-1870. Right after this quick break, we're going to be back to talk to the guy we call the Plastic Man, Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. He's next right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And that is our introduction for one Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. Captain Ryan, what are you doing on this morning where we got a little bit of a window here, but that window's going to get slammed shut sometime this afternoon. And by tomorrow, it's going to yeah. be really blowing from a different direction. 
Yeah, it really is because I'm in Kerrville, Texas, and he came through here yesterday, and you talk about some wind. They got some wind with it. Yeah, it's going to be 40 degrees today, too. Where you are in Kerrville? It's going to be 40-something degrees today, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. What are you doing doing over there? Uh, Customer wedding. (laughs) I got got weddings (laughs) out out the Gazoo for the next three weeks. I've got to go to uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, then to Charlotte, uh, Carolina. So I'm going to be traveling all over for weddings. A professional <laughs> wedding attender. Um, boy, that's a beautiful yeah. area. That Kerrville. That Kerrville's beautiful deer country over there, huh? Oh, yeah. I saw a lot of them yesterday. I drove all through Fredericksburg and, you know, went to look at the wildflowers and just Carmen and I up here. So we enjoyed that. But before we got here, it was a great week on the fish, buddy. I mean, yeah. some really nice trout. I saw, you know, I saw a few four-pounders and uh, some topwater action, some some plastic action, some live shrimp action. They had it all going on. But the really nice trout limits, too. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be good. The shrimp season opens Monday. That might put a little dent in some of the trout fishing because, you know, there's going to be a lot, a lot of boats out there because a lot, a lot of shrimp. So, you know, it's just part of it. It's the earliest yeah, I've yeah. ever seen it open, though. Yeah, you got to contend with that dirty water, you know, and, but the but, good thing know, is if the shrimp the are out there right, to fish it in. Yeah, you yeah. play the tide right, you'll be able to still fish it. But uh in in this you know, you, you could where the trawl's gonna be they really can't trawl because of we're fishing in a lot of debris and, and old shell reefs and stuff like that. And then on the east side it's still closed, so we, we we can fish the east side and there's trout there, there's reds there, you know, we've been fishing a lot on the east. So either way we'll we'll be fine, it'll be a good week. Once this front goes through, because I gotta get home and get with it. We don't have a tide Monday and Tuesday, so I'm going to scout Tuesday to make sure I've got some custom, long, long-term customers coming in so I want, they want trout somewhere. On plastic, they're not shrimpers, that's for sure. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll be fishing them all week. You know, the, the river up north is flooding, but it's not... Yeah. It's not it's, I looked at their gauge, and they only flew at 200,000 CFS. They're flooded to 200,000. We do 1.2 million at flood. So you know, we, we, we're not even going to feel that. It's 8-8 eight, eight right now, and it's still going to drop to 7 by the end of May. Yeah, I think so, that's as far north as Wisconsin. Huh? Yeah, it's in Iowa and all. But like I say, they only float 200,000 right now. So, I mean, we could suck that up like nothing, 200,000. I mean, uh Baptiste Collette flows 250 at flood stage. So, yeah, I don't even think we're going to feel that, you know, maybe in June, but we're not going to feel it this month from the gauges, what they're saying. So this is going to be a great May. You go down to seven foot. That's magic. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to the fall, you know, having another low river like we had this past year. Oh, I'll tell you what, I enjoy that so much. I hope so. But even that, at seven foot, that's when the bulls start coming in and all the the pogies and mullets start going toward the river. So that gives us a great summer on the bull reds as well. A lot of good topwater bull action. That's that's as fun as it gets, too. You know, a lot of customers come here to fish that these days as well. Yeah, I remember a trip we did on those uh, bulls with uh, Miss Louisiana, if you remember that trip. (laughs) Yeah, sure did. <laughs> Put the dial on them so we could take pictures with them. But yeah, they, she's a trooper. She liked that. Until she got so. the boat stuck, if you recall that. 
she, yeah, she wouldn't you drive it. <laughs> yeah, she wouldn't make it as a guide. She wouldn't make it. Made a great Miss Louisiana, but not as a guide. That's for sure. <laughs> well, not everybody can do it. It's not that easy sometimes, but especially with low water, you really got to know. Especially on the east side. I mean, there was there was a two weeks ago. I I went out there they had to rescue three boats. <laughs> Everybody's calling me. This one's stuck. That one's stuck. This one's broke down. So I'm coming. Jesus have to paint me. your boat. Have to paint your boat yellow. Put Cito on. Cito. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rob, Rob says I know you don't need us because you got so many. But one of these days. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, we're gonna let you go and uh, go go enjoy your wedding uh, in in that that beautiful scenery out there in Carville. I hope you brought clothes at 40 degrees. Man, you can need at least a jacket. Yeah, well, it'll be 75 by the end of the day, so, you know, it's going to be cool, and the humidity is about 30% on the normal day here, so it's really nice, but I can't I can't live live off the coast. It's just, it's just not happening. <laughs> I understand. All right, well, if somebody wants to call you, give us a telephone number. you got the website, CajunFishingAdventures.com, and got you on my site, but give them that telephone number in case they want to give you a ring. Yeah, it's 504-559-5111. All right, we miss you. We'll welcome you back when you get here. See you later. I'll be back <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> All, right, buddy. All righty, there he goes. Uh, plastic man, Captain Ryan Lambert. Now, when we come back, I'm going to try to get to as many of your text messages if we can. Questions, comments, so welcome your reports. 504-260-1870. Just got a few minutes to get it in, and we'll try to get it on the air for you right after this quick pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, we're getting close to uh, wrapping up here, and uh, thank to all of you who send your texts in, and uh, we appreciate that. We try to get to as many as we can. We have Alton in Kentwood. Uh, he's got a question. He wants to get his girlfriend a fishing license. She's handicapped. What's the best way to go about that? Uh, I will send you a phone number to inquire. In some cases, uh, you can qualify for free licensing, and they will uh, probably have a form you have to fill out and evaluate it and let you know. I'll send you that information shortly. Uh, here's one that says, is there any creature more obnoxious than a seagull? I work half a mile from the south shore, and whenever there's bad weather in the offing, those dawn birds are inland eating the food I put out for my colony of feral cats. Seagulls are the avian equivalent of Nancy Pelosi or Marjorie Taylor Greene. Well, I don't know about that, but I don't know. I kind of enjoy the of the seagulls, you know, and, uh, boy, they can help you find speckled trout a lot of times, too. Uh, here's one that says, I took my 13-year-old son behind the target in Madisonville, and he outfished me catching a five-pound catfish. Good times. That's from Hookset in Metairie. And someone says, uh, let's see, with regard to the pokey boat issue, John Terrebone, he's our contact with the Convent Hunting Club. He wants to say that he'll do his due diligence and get behind the house bill as um, strongly as I did for the pogey bill, I've seen the long lines of floating redfish with my own eyes going back for the past 15 years. It's sickening, especially next to our beaches and coastline. I'll do my part and contact my representative and senator this week by phone and email. Currently, I'm going bringing some puppies to the vet for their second round of shots, celebrating a birthday. Well, happy birthday to you, John. That's John Convent, uh, Convent Hunting Club. They got the beagles. They love to do some Rabbit hunting with a pack of beagles. Uh, here's one that says, let's make sure Jeff Landry is aware and push him to do something about it. He will probably win the election. Uh, Clint says that weak fish are a different species on the East Coast. And, yeah, you know, some people refer to speckled trout as weak fish, but there is a different species. 
that is actually known as the weak fish, but they call speckled trout that. I think it's because of the, the, the soft mouth thing. Uh, let's see. We got any more of these coming in? Here's, um, okay, from Sam. Thanks for the congratulations, Sam. Appreciate it. All right, uh, those of you who uh, did not get the information on that uh, Bogachita National Wildlife Refuge Fishing Tournament, if you want to send me a text, I'll send you the contact. It's kind of a lengthy website, and you can go online there and register. There's also a form to fill out. It's $10 per kid to register. they got T-shirt. they got bait. they got free lunch for the whole family. And guess what? You could probably catch some fish there because it's well-stocked. Uh, the only thing that I, I've suggested to them in the past, and I realize having it in June like that on June 10th this year, uh, it's a, in celebration of National Fishing Day. But where that where we're located here, by the time June gets around, temperatures get pretty warm, water warms up, fish get a little bit uh, lethargic, and I would like to see them have it earlier. You know, like about this time of the year. Uh, late April or May when freshwater fishing kind of peaks, especially for the brim. But, uh, you know, that's the government, and it's their business, and they run it as they will. But you still catch fish in June and any time. You can go out there today if you want and and fish. It's absolutely free. There's no charge. Uh, Just take that uh, exit off a highway. I'm sorry, Interstate 59, a little bit north of Pearl River. They call it the turnaround, and you'll see it. You'll see the lake. It's on As you're headed north, of Pearl River would be on your right-hand side. I have uh, sent a lot of people there, and they've they've caught a lot of fish. Don't forget, too, we have uh, those channel catfish stocked lakes. They were recently stocked this week. Some will be stocked next week. Uh, they've got them all over the place. The stockings yesterday, it was in I-10 Park in Jennings, uh, Girard Park in Lafayette. Uh, earlier in the week, uh, they did Zamari Park and Bogachita State Park in Franklinton, um, Turner's Pond up in Minden. Uh, the Breck Park uh, they in Baton Rouge, they've got some in there. Great fishing there. Bring the kids, and there's always a clean bank. They've got restrooms at all these locations. They go through a, a check, and it has to meet certain criteria before they'll put the fish in there. And don't think that the fish have to get acclimated uh, pretty, you know, almost immediately when they put those fish in there. They're ready to bite, so you can catch a nice little mess of, of catfish. All right, here's one that says the shoe picker, the most annoying animals in the world. I think he spelled it shoe like the shoe on your foot and picker. Uh, A shoe pick is actually C-H-O-U-P-I-Q-U-E. It's also known as a bowfin um, and shoe pick. It's kind of a prehistoric-looking fish. It's a freshwater fish. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, some people call them grinnels. And they bite and they fight. And they will bite you, too. I've, I've actually caught those in crawfish nets, crawfishing. When they go in the net and get the bait, uh, they don't require pretty clean or aerated water. They're kind of like in the garfish family, but uh, they're not flat with a long nose. They're more like a, a carp shape. Anyway, that's the shoe pick. Uh, somebody want to know about reports of speckled trout in Western Lake Pontchartrain, west of the causeway. Zero so far, nothing yet, but we are expecting them to move further to the west because uh, we're getting the reports from the trestles and the I-10 bridge over there in the east. That's going to wrap it up. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thanks to our engineer, Cullen, who's done a great job with us, and that's Cullen Steele. And also thanks to the Westwood One for distributing our program to our affiliate stations. Hope you'll all come back. You're invited again each and every week, 5 to 7 a.m., and it's the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 